Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Before we get started, I wanted to share with you some great deals and freebies that I have going on. First, be sure to check out my Endless Snack Lunch Plate Guide. In this guide, I have pictures and ideas of what to add to make your plate more satisfying and filling to make a balanced lunch. Be sure to sign up at dailydietitian.com for your freebie guide and be a part of the newsletter. And next, I want to share with you my code for quick, fresh meals. These meals are fresh and never frozen. They are created by culinary chefs and they also use recyclable materials. They are so delicious. What I love about them, they are balanced. They provide a good amount of protein, carbs, and fat to make the meal extremely satisfying, delicious, and fill you up for the meal. The other day I tried the barbecue cowboy pork bowl. And I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of pork, but when I heated this meal up, um, the flavor of the shredded pork tasted just like my favorite barbecue restaurant. And it also had sweet potatoes and black beans and red peppers and corn. It was so delicious and I was beyond impressed with this meal. So be sure to give Quick Fresh a try for 20% off two weeks with the code Daily Dietitian. And that is dietitian spelled with two T's. All the links will be in the show notes. Hey there, thank you for joining us this week. We have a special guest, one of my good friends locally here, um, who is also a dietitian and a mother. And recently we've been having these situations that come from school of maybe what our kids say, of coming home from health class, or maybe from lunch, what they hear from other people. And it's kind of, mm, it's kind of disheartening to hear when these diet culture ways are already beginning at the school for our kiddos. And I titled this episode, What You Say Matters. And I have a little graphic here um, that kind of brings this conversation to awareness. And the information on this little graphic I have, they hear us talking about what we say about food and our diet. They hear us talking about what we say about our bodies. They hear you say, I need to go on a diet to lose weight. They hear you say, I need to cut out all carbs and sugar in my diet. But that's not always the best message for them because all foods really do fit in the diet. And these labels that we tend to put on foods, such as good or bad, really has nothing to do with the person. For example, a good food does not mean you're a better person. A bad food does not mean you're a bad person. This connection is made by kids when we put these labels on foods. And in today's conversation, we talk about how a child is more likely to get diagnosed with an eating disorder rather than diabetes. 
Well, today I'm so excited to have my friend Kelly. Kelly, can you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, uh, my name's Kelly Meyer. I'm a registered dietitian just at the local hospital here. Um, I've got three girls. We kind of randomly just met, was it last year, at a field trip? Yes, it was. Yes. Our kids are Cool. Yes. Kelly and I have three kids and they're all in the same grades. I have girl, boy, girl, and you have all three girls. Girl, girl, girl. Yes. Yep. And funny enough, we were there for the exact same field trip for our, our middle child. And then here come we find out that our youngest are really good friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I calling her by nickname and I didn't realize it was her daughter forever. And then, yeah, it was so funny. So funny. I finally connected the last name and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So we're putting all these pieces together and we have so much in common. And sometimes we see each other at like Target and we talk a little bit. So we text each other (laughs) certain things. And and I think as a mom and as a registered dietitian, we've we've Mm -hmm. grown in in our profession and how we parent. And sometimes we've realized that, yes, nutrition is important, but we also want to focus on mental health and how we talk about food, exercise, and our body to our children. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's a post here from Scary Mommy, and it's titled, Kids are over 200 times more likely to develop an eating disorder than diabetes. Does that shock you? That, but it's everywhere. They're just always surrounded by, you know, um, social media and whatnot, just diets and weight loss and how, you know, appearance and looking thin and it's just everywhere. It is everywhere. And Kelly, how have you kind of maybe shifted in your parenting style uh, with eating habits and talking about your body? Have you seen you kind of change from maybe before kids to after kids? Oh, absolutely. I just want to set a good example. And I, um, I think even you know, even as dietitians, we're human. We can kind of get caught into that um, diet mentality. And it's hard, isn't it? It's uh, day in and day out because we eat how many times a day? You have to feed mm-hmm. your kids. You The way you talk about it, the way yes, your family absolutely. talks about it or at a holiday event. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The comments, yes. Yes. Have your kids ever mentioned or said anything about diets or so-and-so is going on a diet or this food has too many carbs or kind of labeling different foods? Have you ever noticed anything? Uh, Yes, absolutely. My oldest daughter, for sure. Um, I know she's on social media sometimes, but she learned a couple things just coming home from, you know, health class um, that she was told. And um, she would just tell me some different things. And I'd be like, where did you get that information? Just stuff that maybe just having that nutrition background kind of was like, that's not, doesn't sound quite right. Or I don't know if I want you to kind of look at food in that, that way. And then she also came up an app that she could like would scan nutrition labels and they would say if foods are good or bad. And then right there, I'm just kind of like ding, ding, ding in my head that maybe this isn't quite what I want her to be, uh, you know, learning so much about or promoting. Exactly. I've, I've had the same thing. Um, I remember my daughter coming home and she said, this food is going to make me fat. And I was like, the world just stopped. And I'm like, what? Where did you hear this? And and so, you know, bringing up this conversation and how we talk about food, how we teach kids about food, uh, it, it is very necessary. Mm-hmm. 
in this article, um, there's a registered dietitian, Alyssa Rumsey. She's the author of Unapologetic Eating, Make Peace with Food, and Transform Your Life. She's the one mm-hmm. that states... Mm-hmm. Children, a child is 242 times more likely to develop an eating disorder than type 2 diabetes. And she goes further down and states that if you took a sample of 100,000 children, 12 of them would have type 2 diabetes. And then she makes note that 2,900 would meet the criteria for an eating disorder. And sometimes I think we think of like bulimia, anorexia, but an eating mm-hmm. disorder is actually a little bit different than that. Yes, I believe it can be any sort of you know disordered eating behaviors around food. Um, I'm just I'm shocked by those statistics, to be honest. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's heartbreaking. And here's another one. She says that three fourths of women in the U.S. meet the criteria for disordered eating. So disordered eating goes into those restrictive uh, habits, those good and bad terms, the all or nothing. Um, anything Mm -hmm. that kind of comes in with focusing the different parts of diet culture. How do you talk to your kids about food? I always try to keep food in a positive light and kind of look at, you know, more what's in the food and making sure that we're getting balanced, uh, balanced food groups at mealtimes and really try to focus on keeping it light, making sure we're just enjoying all foods, not, you know, labeling foods good or bad. Right. Um, I've heard my daughter mention um, other kids at the lunch table saying that they can't oh. eat that because yes. their mom is on a diet. And I am just kind of shocked um, because they're always listening. They're sponges. They hear what we say yeah. about our food. They hear what we say mm-hmm. about our diet, uh, if we need to lose weight or cut carbs. And so I think it's just really good to bring that conversation to light. Yeah. Well, I recently, my daughter has come home and she's told me that um, no, nobody eats at school. So, um, oh. she, it takes just like a very small, small lunch. And I'm like, please, you need more, to, you know, to eat. And, and so I'll pack her lunch. But then she's like, well, nobody else at the table are eating and nobody eats breakfast. And like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, what? gosh, yeah. that's heartbreaking. I mean, you can see disordered eating already happening <laughs> to this effect. Yes. Yes. Yes, for sure. Take some time and keeping all foods to fit within your diet and um, mm-hmm. just trying to be a good role model. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this conversation has brought you aware of this topic and it breaks my heart to hear my own kids and other kids struggle with these diet culture ways. And so let's keep talking about it. Let's keep this conversation going. Mention it to your family, to your friends. And what I would love more than anything, I would love for my kids, for all kids, to grow up in a world where diet culture is not there. So share this episode with a friend and let's start the conversation. Thank you for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.